GCSE Chemistry Audio, Rates of Reaction by KScience.com. Rate of reaction is the speed at which a chemical reaction takes place. The rate of reaction can be measured by how fast or slow the reactants are used up or the products are formed. The steepest part of the graph is the fastest rate of reaction and is normally at the beginning. The reaction begins to slow until the curve is flat which means the reaction has stopped. A topon balance is used to measure the mass of the reactants decreasing. The mass decreases as the carbon dioxide gas escapes through the wool. The wool is used to stop the acid spraying. The more carbon dioxide gas produced in a given time, the faster the rate of reaction. This is the steepest part of the graph. Mean rate of reaction equals mass of reactant used up divided by time. The reaction is complete when no more gas is produced, and this is evident on the graph where it is flat. A gas syringe is the most effective piece of apparatus to measure the volume of gas produced. An inverted measuring cylinder can also be used. The more hydrogen gas produced in a given time, the faster the rate of reaction. This is the steepest part of the graph. Mean rate of reaction equals mass of product produced divided by time. The reaction is complete when no more gas is produced, and this is evident on the graph where it is flat. A precipitate is an insoluble solid which causes solutions to become cloudy. Too much precipitate does not allow any light to be transferred through the solution. A black cross can be placed under the conical flask and it can be timed to see how long it takes to disappear. The faster the cross disappears, the faster the rate of reaction. A light sensor is more accurate than using your eyes to judge. Concentration is how much dissolved solute there is in a given volume of a solvent. The more particles there are, the higher the concentration. As the number of particles increases, the frequency of collisions increases. This increases the chance of successful collisions, therefore increasing the rate of reaction. The rate of reaction always slows down as the reaction progresses. This is due to the reacting particles getting used up, decreasing the frequency of collisions, decreasing the chance of successful collisions as the reaction continues. The more gas particles there are, the higher the pressure. As the number of particles increases, the frequency of collisions increases. This increases the chance of successful collisions, therefore increasing the rate of reaction. The rate of reaction always slows down as the reaction progresses. This is due to the reacting particles getting used up, decreasing the frequency of collisions, decreasing the chance of successful collisions as the reaction continues. The higher the temperature the more energy the particles store. This causes the particles to move faster, which increases the frequency of collisions. A higher percentage of particles have more energy than the activation energy. This increases the chance of successful collisions, increasing the rate of reaction. The smaller the reactants, the larger the surface area or surface area volume ratio. This causes there to be more points of contact between the reactants due to the particles being more exposed, so they have a higher frequency of collisions which increases the chance of successful collisions. The higher the temperature the more energy the particles store. This causes the particles to move faster, which increases the frequency of collisions. A higher percentage of particles have more energy than the activation energy. This increases the chance of successful collisions, increasing the rate of reaction.
the rate is fastest at the beginning when there are the most reacting particles. As the reaction continues, there are fewer reacting particles so the rate decreases. The reaction has stopped when no more products are being formed. The smaller the reactants, the larger the surface area or surface area volume ratio. This causes there to be more points of contact between the reactants due to the particles being more exposed, so they have a higher frequency of collisions which increases the chance of successful collisions. The smaller the reactants, the larger the surface area or surface area volume ratio. This causes there to be more points of contact between the reactants due to the particles being more exposed, so they have a higher frequency of collisions which increases the chance of successful collisions. The larger the chips, the lower the surface area so the lower the rate of reaction. The smaller the chips, the higher the surface area so the higher the rate of reaction. Catalysts are chemical substances which speed up chemical reactions without being affected or used up. Catalysts lower the activation energy of the reacting particles by providing an alternative reaction pathway. Catalysts cause a higher percentage of particles to have more energy than the activation energy, increasing the chance of more successful collisions. Catalysts do not affect the volume or mass of product formed. Catalysts do not increase the frequency of collisions and they do not give the reacting particles more energy. Catalysts are chemical substances which speed up chemical reactions without getting used up or affected during the reaction. Platinum and palladium are two transition metals used in catalytic converters. A honeycomb structure is coated in platinum and palladium. The honeycomb structure increases the surface area to volume ratio, increasing the rate at which the harmful gases carbon monoxide, nitrous oxide and methane are converted into carbon dioxide, nitrogen and water. GCSE Chemistry Audio Dynamic equilibrium by kscience.com A reversible reaction is a chemical reaction where the products can reform the reactants. A dynamic equilibrium is a reversible reaction where the forward and backward reactions are happening at the same rate. A closed system is where there is no loss of reactants or products. A reversible reaction is a chemical reaction where the products can reform the reactants. In a reversible reaction the forward reaction and the backward reaction happen at the same time. Ammonium chloride is a white solid which breaks down into ammonia and hydrogen chloride when heated. Ammonium chloride ammonia plus hydrogen chloride. In an exothermic reaction energy is transferred to the surroundings causing the temperature of the surroundings to increase. In an endothermic reaction energy is transferred from the surroundings causing the temperature of the surroundings to decrease. Energy cannot be created or destroyed, only transferred. The same amount of energy is transferred into the surroundings and from the surroundings in a reversible reaction. Onhydrous copper sulfate is pure copper sulfate and has a chemical formula of CuSO4 whereas hydrated copper sulfate is copper sulfate where water is part of the lattice structure. The hydrated copper sulfate changes from blue to white anhydrous copper sulfate when heated.
The white anhydrous copper sulfate changes from white to blue hydrated copper sulfate when water is added. Cobalt 2, chloride paper is blue. Blue cobalt 2, chloride paper changes pink when water is added. Water vapor in the air causes the blue cobalt 2, chloride paper to turn pink. Drying the pink cobalt 2, chloride paper in the oven removes the water. The Harbour process is a reversible reaction where nitrogen reacts with hydrogen forming ammonia. Nitrogen is obtained from the air and hydrogen from natural gas. The temperature is 450 degrees Celsius and a pressure of 200 atmospheres is used. An iron catalyst is used to speed up the rate of reaction by providing an alternative reaction pathway. The gases are cooled so ammonia condenses into a liquid, liquefies, where it is then separated. The unreacted hydrogen and nitrogen are recycled back into the reacting mixture. Le Chatelier's principle is when if a change in conditions is introduced to a dynamic equilibrium, the position of the equilibrium will move to cancel out the change. An increase in the concentration of the reactants causes the rate of the forward reaction to increase. A decrease in the concentration of the reactants causes the rate of the backward reaction to increase. When the temperature is increased, the position of the equilibrium moves to the side which is endothermic, causing more energy to be taken in from the surroundings. When the temperature is decreased, the position of the equilibrium moves to the side which is exothermic, causing more energy to be released into the surroundings. GCSE Chemistry Audio Crude Oil and Hydrocarbons by KScience.com Crude oil and natural gas are formed from the ancient remains of ancient microscopic animals and plants. These ancient microscopic animals and plants died where they sank to the bottom of the ocean, were then buried under a lot of sediment. Heat and pressure over millions of years were needed to convert the ancient microscopic animals and plants into crude oil and natural gas. Crude oil and natural gas are finite resources as they are made very slowly over millions of years, and there is a very limited supply. Crude oil is a mixture of different hydrocarbons which are found deep underground. Crude oil is dark black, very viscous and is a liquid at room temperature. Crude oil is made of different hydrocarbons which are compounds containing hydrogen and carbon only. Strong covalent bonds hold the carbon and hydrogen atoms in place. There are weak intermolecular forces between the hydrocarbon molecules. Crude oil is a mixture of different hydrocarbons which are found deep underground. Hydrocarbons are compounds containing hydrogen and carbon only. Alkanes are hydrocarbons containing single covalent bonds between the carbon atoms. The first four alkanes are methane, ethane, propane and butane. Crude oil is a mixture of different hydrocarbons which are found deep underground. Crude oil is made of different hydrocarbons which are compounds containing hydrogen and carbon only. Crude oil is used for fuels and petrochemicals. 
A major greenhouse gas released into the atmosphere from the combustion of crude oil is carbon dioxide. Crude oil is non-renewable as it is being used up faster than it is being formed. This is because crude oil is a finite resource as it takes millions of years to form. Short-chained hydrocarbons have lower boiling points compared to long-chained hydrocarbons. The boiling point increases as the number of carbon atoms increases in hydrocarbons. Bigger molecules have more intermolecular forces between them, so more energy is required to break them, so the boiling point increases. A hydrocarbon is a compound containing hydrogen and carbon only. As the number of carbon atoms increases in hydrocarbons, the boiling point increases. As the number of carbon atoms increases in hydrocarbons, the viscosity increases. As the number of carbon atoms increases in hydrocarbons, the ease of ignition decreases. Gas is used A as a fuel for heating and cooking. Petrol is used for fuels for cars. Kerosene is used as fuels for aircraft slash heating. Diesel is used as fuel for large vehicles. Fuel oil is used as fuel for ships and power stations. Bitumen is used for surfacing roads and roofs. Fractional distillation can be used to separate crude oil based on the different boiling points of the fractions. Before the crude oil enters the fractionating column, it is heated and vaporized into a gas. The bitumen fraction does not evaporate and flows out the bottom of the fractionating column. The fractionating column is hottest at the bottom and coolest at the top. The gases rise up the fractionating column. The gases condense when they go below their boiling points. The larger molecules condense near the bottom as they have higher boiling points. The smaller molecules condense near the top as they have lower boiling points. Crude oil is a mixture of different hydrocarbons. A hydrocarbon is a compound containing hydrogen and carbon only. An alkane is a hydrocarbon with single covalent bonds between the carbon atoms. The first five alkanes are methane, ethane, propane, butane and pentane. The alkanes are a homologous series as they have the same general formula of CNH2N plus 2, their molecular formulae differ by CH2, and they all have similar chemical properties. Combustion is another word for burning. Combustion is when a fuel reacts with oxygen to produce carbon dioxide and water, releasing excess heat energy into the surroundings. Therefore combustion is an exothermic reaction. Three requirements for combustion are a fuel, oxygen and heat to start the reaction. Combustion needs all three requirements to take place, without any of the three, it will not happen. Combustion is a chemical reaction because the bonds between the atoms in the reactants are broken which then form new products. Complete combustion is when a hydrocarbon burns in plenty of oxygen to produce carbon dioxide and water, giving out energy. To investigate the products of combustion, anhydrous copper sulfate is used to confirm the presence of water. The water causes white anhydrous copper sulfate to turn blue. Lime water is used to confirm the presence of carbon dioxide. Carbon dioxide causes the colorless lime water to become cloudy slash milky white. Complete combustion is when a hydrocarbon burns in plenty of oxygen to produce carbon dioxide and water, giving out energy. Incomplete combustion is when a hydrocarbon burns in a limited supply of oxygen to produce water, carbon dioxide, 
carbon monoxide and soot. Complete combustion burns with a blue flame and releases more energy than incomplete combustion. Incomplete combustion burns with a smoky orange flame. The orange flame on a Bunsen burner is the safety flame. Incomplete combustion is when a hydrocarbon burns in a limited supply of oxygen to produce water, carbon dioxide, carbon monoxide and soot. Carbon monoxide is a colorless, odorless and toxic-slash-poisonous gas. Carbon monoxide can suffocate or kill you, as the carbon monoxide combines with the hemoglobin in your red blood cells, so less or no oxygen is transported in the blood. When soot is inhaled it damages the lungs leading to breathing problems. Soot also darkens buildings and objects and can block pipes. Cracking is the breaking of covalent bonds in a long-chain hydrocarbon into a shorter alkane and a small alkene. Cracking is carried out because there is a low supply of petrol, kerosene and diesel oil, however there is a high demand for these shorter-chained hydrocarbons. Whereas there is a large supply of long-chained hydrocarbons, which have a low supply. Therefore cracking changes longer hydrocarbons into shorter hydrocarbons to meet the demands. Cracking is the breaking of covalent bonds in a long-chain hydrocarbon into a shorter alkane and a small alkene. Catalytic cracking uses a powdered aluminium oxide catalyst at 650 degrees Celsius to break down long-chain hydrocarbons into shorter-chain alkanes and alkenes. Steam cracking takes place at 400 degrees Celsius using steam which breaks down long-chain hydrocarbons into shorter-chain alkanes and alkenes. Crude oil is a mixture of different length hydrocarbons. The different fractions in crude oil are found in unequal proportions. Demand means how much people want to buy and use something. The higher demand, the more something is needed. There is not a big enough supply of the fractions which have the highest demand, such as petrol. Whereas the fractions with the lowest demand have a greater supply, such as bitumen. Gas is used A as a fuel for heating and cooking. Petrol is used for fuels for cars. Kerosene is used as fuels for aircraft slash heating. Diesel is used as fuel for large vehicles. Fuel oil is used as fuel for ships and power stations. Bitumen is used for surfacing roads and roofs. Petrol is a liquid at room temperature so easy to store as it takes the shape of the container. Petrol is easy to ignite and releases a lot of energy to make the car move. Combustion of petrol releases carbon dioxide, which is a greenhouse gas. The releases of carbon dioxide contributes to global warming. Hydrogen is a gas at room temperature, so it is difficult to store. But it can be compressed and or cooled until a liquid, so it is easy to store. Hydrogen is easy to ignite and releases a lot of energy to make the car move. Combustion of hydrogen only produces water and does not release carbon dioxide, so does not contribute to global warming. A mixture is composed of different substances which are not chemically combined. Mixtures are not pure as they are composed of different substances not chemically combined. Mixtures do not have a fixed composition as the composition can easily be changed. Air is an example of a mixture as it is composed of different gases which are not chemically combined. 
the composition of the air can change depending on how much there is of the different gases. For example, the air we breath in contains less carbon dioxide compared to exhaled air. The melting point is the temperature at which a solid becomes a liquid. Pure substances have one melting point. This is because the chemical composition of a pure substance is fixed and cannot change, so all parts of the substance melt at the same temperature. The melting point of a pure substance on a temperature curve can be identified by it being flat. The different chemicals in an impure substance have different melting points, so the impure substance melts over a range of temperatures. The chemical composition of an impure substance is not fixed and can be changed, so different parts of the substance melt at different temperatures. The melting point of an impure substance on a temperature curve can be identified by its sloping. A pure substance is one which is composed either of the same element or compound, where the composition is fixed and cannot change. An element is a substance made of the same type of atoms. A compound is made of different elements, chemically combined. A sample of aluminium contains just aluminum atoms in all places, so has a fixed composition and the composition cannot change. Therefore aluminium is a pure substance. A sample of sodium chloride contains just sodium and chlorine where the ions are the same in all places, so has a fixed composition and the composition cannot change. Therefore sodium chloride is a pure substance. GCSE Chemistry Audio, Earth's Atmosphere by kscience.com Earth formed 4.5 billion years ago. There was a lot of volcanic activity which meant the Earth was very hot, above 100 degrees Celsius. The volcanic activity released large amounts of carbon dioxide, water vapor and then small amounts of methane, nitrogen and ammonia. There was no oxygen. Earth formed 4.5 billion years ago. There was a lot of volcanic activity which meant the Earth was very hot, above 100 degrees Celsius. The volcanic activity released large amounts of carbon dioxide, water vapor and then small amounts of methane, nitrogen and ammonia. There was no oxygen. Scientists study rocky planets with lots of volcanic activity, such as Venus and Mars, showing they have lots of carbon dioxide and water vapor in their atmospheres too. They use this as evidence to conclude Earth's early atmosphere must have been like this as well. 4.5 billions years ago volcanic activity released a lot of heat energy which heated up the atmosphere, causing the temperature of the atmosphere to be above 100 degrees Celsius so the water vapor could not condense into a liquid and stayed in the atmosphere. However, 500 million years later the Earth cooled due to less volcanic activity. Water vapor condensed into clouds and then rained forming oceans. Earth's early atmosphere was mainly made up of carbon dioxide and water vapor. When the Earth cooled, the water vapor condensed into clouds and then rained, forming oceans. Carbon dioxide is soluble in water so some of the carbon dioxide dissolved in the oceans, 
decreasing the levels of carbon dioxide in the atmosphere. This made the oceans weakly acidic, causing minerals to react, forming carbonate compounds. This ended up making sedimentary rocks such as limestone. Both cyanobacteria in stromatolites and algae on the surface of the water photosynthesized, taking in carbon dioxide and releasing oxygen, decreasing levels of carbon dioxide in the atmosphere. Fossil fuels also formed which stored carbon underground. Land plants evolved 500 million years ago, causing a lot of photosynthesis to take place, dramatically decreasing carbon dioxide levels and increasing oxygen levels. Oceans formed when the earth cools due to less volcanic activity. Water vapor condensed into clouds and then rained forming oceans. Carbon dioxide is very soluble, so it dissolved in the oceans. This decreased the levels of carbon dioxide in the Earth's atmosphere. The dissolved carbon dioxide caused the ocean to become weakly acidic. The weakly acidic water reacted with minerals forming carbonate compounds. Sea creatures used these carbonate compounds to make shells. Over millions of years, the carbonate compounds and shells formed limestone rocks. The limestone rock stores the carbon dioxide within the carbonate compounds. Photosynthesis is a chemical reaction where carbon dioxide and water react using sunlight to produce glucose and oxygen. Photosynthesis decreases carbon dioxide levels and increases oxygen levels in the Earth's atmosphere. Cyanobacteria are believed to be the first microorganisms to photosynthesize 3.8 billion years ago. Cyanobacteria lived in colonies where they released mucus as they lived. This would trap sediment causing the cyanobacteria to move upwards to reach the light to be able to photosynthesize. Algae appeared roughly 2 billion years ago and photosynthesized, where they decreased carbon dioxide levels and increased oxygen levels. It was the appearance of land plants 500 million years ago which made a massive difference to the atmosphere, drastically increasing oxygen levels and decreasing carbon dioxide levels. The higher levels of oxygen allowed complex life to evolve. Earth's early atmosphere was mainly made up of carbon dioxide and water vapor. When the Earth cooled, the water vapor condensed into clouds and then rained, forming oceans. Carbon dioxide is soluble in water so some of the carbon dioxide dissolved in the oceans, decreasing the levels of carbon dioxide in the atmosphere. This made the oceans weakly acidic, causing minerals to react, forming carbonate compounds. This ended up making sedimentary rocks such as limestone. Both cyanobacteria in stromatolites and algae on the surface of the water photosynthesized, taking in carbon dioxide and releasing oxygen, decreasing levels of carbon dioxide in the atmosphere. Fossil fuels also formed which stored carbon underground. Land plants evolved 500 million years ago, causing a lot of photosynthesis to take place dramatically decreasing carbon dioxide levels and increasing oxygen levels. Crude oil and natural gas are formed from the ancient remains of ancient microscopic animals and plants. Some of these microorganisms were photosynthetic, converting carbon dioxide and water into glucose and oxygen. These ancient microscopic animals and plants died where they sank to the bottom of the ocean, were then buried under a lot of sediment. Heat and pressure over millions of years were needed to convert the ancient microscopic animals and plants into crude oil and natural gas. 
Crude oil and natural gas store the carbon from the carbon dioxide in the glucose, decreasing the levels of carbon dioxide in the Earth's atmosphere. Carbon dioxide, methane and water vapor are all greenhouse gases. The sun's short wavelength radiation heats the surface of Earth. Greenhouse gases absorb longer wavelength infrared radiation radiated from Earth. The greenhouse gas molecules vibrate more, causing the heat to be trapped in the atmosphere causing the temperature to increase. The greenhouse effect is how greenhouse gases absorb infrared radiation and trap the energy in the atmosphere. Global warming is a gradual increase in the average global temperature due to an increase in above normal amount of greenhouse gases. Carbon dioxide levels increase in the atmosphere due to combustion of fossil fuels, respiration and deforestation. Methane levels increase in the atmosphere due to landfill sites, grazing cattle, swamps and rice fields. Deforestation causes less photosynthesis, so carbon dioxide increases in the atmosphere. There are high levels of carbon dioxide which has happened at the same time as the temperature of the Earth's surface has increased, potentially linked to human activity. There may be other factors for the reason of the temperature increase and a correlation does not prove it is causal. There may be other factors for the temperature increase and a correlation does not prove it is causal, so cores of ice are drilled from ice sheets to measure the concentration of gases. Ice cores drilled in ice sheets in Antarctica containing gases of the atmosphere from the past. Ice cores give data going back 800,000 years. Carbon dioxide levels are at their highest level at any time in the last 440,000 years. Global warming causes melting of ice caps and expansion of oceans which can lead to flooding, increased coastal erosion and some islands may even disappear. There is more frequent extreme weather as weather patterns change, so it becomes more difficult to keep up with food production. Ecosystem distribution may change due to changing climate patterns. This can cause wildlife to become extinct. Some animals may move to find new ecosystems to live in. Carbon footprint is how much carbon dioxide is released into the atmosphere by a person, company and or community. Methane levels could be reduced if there was less demand for beef and if more people were on a plant-based diet. Reforestation can help as trees absorb carbon dioxide and release oxygen, decreasing carbon dioxide levels in the atmosphere. Acid rain forms when sulfur dioxide, carbon dioxide and nitrous oxides dissolve in the clouds, so the rain that falls has a pH of below 5.2. Acid rain damages trees, kills animal and plant life in lakes, and reacts with limestone and metal structures on buildings. Nitrous oxides are toxic so can trigger some people's asthma and can contribute to acid rain. Nitrous oxides are toxic so can trigger some people's asthma and can contribute to acid rain. Particulates travel up into the upper atmosphere, causing sunlight to be reflected into space, leading to global dimming. Particulates can damage the cells in your lungs, potentially leading to cancer. GCSE Chemistry Audio, AQA, Using Resources, Combined Only, by kscience.com. To make potable water, screening uses metal grids to trap large objects and grit. During the primary treatment, the solid settles out forming sludge. The watery liquid, effluent, flows into the next tank without any visible solid matter. 
During biological treatment useful bacteria aerobically digest harmful microorganisms, in the presence of oxygen. Air is bubbled through the wastewater to remove any dissolved gases and other substances. Sludge is made of organic matter, solids suspended in water, including dissolved compounds. Sludge is used as a fertilizer by farmers for the improvement of their soil and can be a source of renewable energy. The combustion of biogas can be used to generate electricity for the surrounding built-up area. The sludge can be dried and turned into a solid where the burning of it can generate electricity. Potable water is water that is safe to drink. Fresh water is not always safe to drink as fresh water may contain high levels of dissolved minerals, salts, and microorganisms from the soil and decaying matter. The fresh water is purified by being screened, fine sediments then settle out, aluminium sulfate and lime are then added, the water is then filtered, and chlorine is added to kill the bacteria. A formulation is a useful product which has been designed to contain a very specific mixture of substances. In paints, the pigment is for color, a binder is for the paint to attach to the object and to also form a protective film when dry, and the solvent is for the pigment and binder to dissolve in so the paint spreads well during painting. Ethene can be used to make plastics. Ethene can be made from crude oil. Crude oil is a finite resource. Ethene can be made from ethanol, which has come from the fermentation of glucose from sugar cane. If the sugar cane is grown at the same rate as we use up the ethene, then this ethene can be a renewable source. Finite resources are natural resources which are being used up at a faster rate than they can be replaced. Renewable resources are natural resources which can be replaced at the same rate at which they are used up. Sustainability is when the needs of society are met now, whilst also not causing danger to future generations being able to meet their needs. Heat the copper carbonate in a boiling tube which is thermal decomposition. Carbon dioxide is the gas which escapes, and copper oxide is left in the boiling tube. Sulfuric acid is added, and copper sulfate solution is formed. Filter the solution using filter paper, filter funnel and a conical flask. Use electrolysis or an iron nail to extract the copper ions from the solution. Low-grade ores contain a small percentage of the metal whereas high-grade ores contain a high percentage of the metal. Bioleaching uses bacteria, microorganisms, to extract metals. Bacteria are grown on low-grade ores. Biological and chemical processes form a solution of copper ions called the leachate. Phytomining uses plants to absorb copper ions in the soil. As the plants grow, they absorb the copper ions. The plants rich in copper ions are then burnt and the ash now has a high percentage of copper. Sulfuric acid is added to the ash causing leaching, dissolving, of the copper ions to form a solution of copper sulfate. This copper sulfate solution is the leachate. Low-grade ores contain a small percentage of the metal whereas high-grade ores contain a high percentage of the metal. Bioleaching uses bacteria, microorganisms, to extract metals. Bacteria are grown on low-grade ores. Biological and chemical processes form a solution of copper ions called the leachate.